Hey everybody, welcome to the Revolutionize Today podcast by GoMotion, where we'll help studio, gym, and facility owners put their business in motion through conversations on marketing, virtual classes, families, and anything else owners tackle on a daily basis. Whether you listen during your commute, while working out, or in between classes, we'll get you up to speed in 30 minutes or less. Let's jump in together. And now for this episode. So with that, I'd like to introduce our very first guest to the show. He is an expert on all things lead generation. He's the head of business development at Hook Agency based right out of our amazing state of Minnesota. Tracy Kelly, welcome to the show. And thank you so much for agreeing to be our very first guest. Absolutely. Excited to be here. Awesome. And I, I was actually talking earlier with a couple of colleagues and I was like, you know what? He's totally our guinea pig. We're just going to jump after it. I feel like I can't even call you that because you're just going to drop some serious knowledge on all of us. So I'll tell you that's a lot worse. Guinea pig. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Perfect. Good deal. So I don't think my intro did any justice. So if you want to tell us just a little bit about yourself, hook agency, what you guys are up to over there. Yeah. Well, I'll start when I was like, I don't know, second grade started working for my parents at their small little business. And ever since then, I just, I kind of fell in love with sales and marketing. Um, and so throughout the years, I've done like every job at my parents' small contracting business, everything from mowing the grass to sweeping the floors to answering phones. And what I learned that I loved was marketing. It's, it's not quite a science. It's not quite an art. And this idea of being able to convince people to come in, check your stuff out. And so I went to school at St. Cloud State University, go Huskies, got a marketing degree. My first job after college was market specialist at a manufacturing company. And I was so excited. I just got my marketing degree and now I was going into marketing. And what I didn't realize is that little ING at the, at the end of, of it, makes a world of difference. So I wasn't a marketing manager. I was a market manager. And what that meant was sales. <laughs> I got the, the dreaded job. sales. Yeah. And so it was cool. I, I sold to my parents. And what I learned working for this small manufacturing company, small but growing, um, was that I could use marketing to help me sell. And so I've always worked for smaller companies and in roles where I've gotten to do marketing to help sell. And so over the years, I've really learned that I'm not a specialist really in any marketing, but I know the basics very well. And part of working at Hook Agency, even if you're the sales guy, you got to know marketing. You got to learn. You got to be willing to learn. And so over the years that I've worked at Hook, I've had the same conversations over and over with small businesses, startup businesses, and it's, I don't know where to get started. And so I've been very fortunate to be around a good team. I've been very fortunate to get to know a lot of small businesses and, and work for and consult for small businesses. And throughout this process, I've developed really six things that I believe that all small businesses and startups should do to get their online presence. And I think that's what uh, made us talk today. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think it's so cool, especially since we're talking to, you know, gym owners, studio owners, like the fact that you've been there with your family as well, and you've kind of, you know, experienced all of it and have had to do all these activities before you're the one kind of saying like, Hey guys, I know what I'm talking about. This is exactly what you have to do. I mean, that, that 
experience is amazing. So, um, obviously you guys are kicking ass over at hook agency. You're getting a ton of people reaching out to you guys, just asking for help and just where to get started. And so talk to me a little bit. You said you have six things. Talk to me a little bit about the most common inquiries you guys are getting on a daily basis over there. Yeah. So most people are coming to us because they want one thing. They want more business. And so, and, and the way that they find us is because they're looking for, you know, websites, um, sometimes, you know, search engine optimization. Like people just want to get found online and they don't know how to do it and they're looking for a partner to do it. And here's the deal. It can be really, really intimidating. Um, the idea of coding a website scares me. Okay. And I work for a web design agency, right? Um, the idea of, of ranking a website on Google is scary and intimidating. Um, and so, again, I've always tried to look at things through a lens of how could I explain this in a way like I would explain it to my mom? Like, I don't ever want to talk sure. down to her. And I also don't want to, you know, talk above her. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be respectful when I'm explaining it. But I also, you know, want to demonstrate like, this is tough stuff, you know? And Absolutely. so, um, you know, I'm not on this call to talk about, you know, signage for your gym. I'm not on this call to talk about logo to apparel for your gym. I'm not on this call to, you know, I'm, I'm on this call to talk about the digital side. That's where my specialty is. And before I jump into that, was that a Green Bay Packer mug? Get out. Oh my God. You oh. know what? <laughs> I actually thought that right after I said like, Hey, we're in this beautiful state of Minnesota. I have us bank right outside my window. My husband's okay. from green Bay. So go pack, go. Sorry to all the haters out there, but that's come okay. On. You know, <laughs> it's 2020 and the Vikings, you know, I don't have much, much to talk about. So, I, I, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I like to have fun. So, um, okay. So, Let's just lay it down. And again, these are basic things that every small business owner can do or easily find somebody to do. Okay? Yep. And this, we're not, like you said, we're not talking about the signage. We're not talking about the swag, like all of that fun stuff. We got other people that can talk about that next time. Like this is strictly digital framework. Where do you get started? We need the foundation before we start tinkering and, and start scaling our business. So yeah, love it. Let's jump in. Yep. Thing number one, website. You got to have a website in 2020. I mean, I, I feel funny saying that, but it's like, it, you got to have one. Um, and you don't have to get overwhelmed by having a website. There's, especially for small businesses, startup businesses, be scrappy, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm serious. Be scrappy. Um, so there are a ton of online resources to build your own first website. You can do Wix, you can do Squarespace, you can do, um, there's different technology partners that have website options. There are plenty of ways to build a website for darn near nothing. Um, so what, I mean, you're, you're talking through a couple of options there. Is there any key differences to any of those? Are they basically the same product and relatively affordable, basically baseline, you get what you need? Yeah. So again, I'm talking to startups and small businesses. I'm not talking to a company that's doing a million in revenue, 2 million in revenue, you know, et cetera. Yep. I'm talking about, I need to get something out there and I need to get it out yesterday. And so what I recommend is explore with a couple different of these options, which interface is comfortable for you to use. 
Um, because this isn't something that we're going to keep forever. Websites, it's not like building your gym, like where you want to do it right, like big and, and awesome the first time, right? I mean, right. It's not, you, you need something to show that you're a legitimate business. And I like to think of it as like, there's two different kinds of websites. Mm-hmm. There's a credibility building website, which proves like, hey, I'm a legit business. I am who I say I am. There's a picture of me, my colleagues, etc. And then there's a marketing website. And a marketing website is probably what you're going to want down the road, which is something that attracts new business to it. But we got to sure. start somewhere, and that's credibility. Um, sure. So when we're talking like gyms, studios, facilities, stuff like that, if we're talking, let's stick it to or stick to a marketing website. Some key things on there are going to be, you know, your class signups, where you're located. I mean, any other you can think of off the top of your head that you're like, hey. These are the basics if you're doing a marketing website. Yeah. So a marketing website, again, that, that I would say is more advanced than a credibility building website. Okay. Me, a credibility building website is really good for startups and, and small businesses where they're not getting a lot of business from the internet. They don't need that right now. It's all about showing I'm a legit business who says who I say I am. A marketing website, which we'll get to um, a little bit further in this conversation, is about attracting attention to that site and turning it into a lead generation system. And so you might want to be thinking about that long-term. And so as we we kind of tick through these items, what we're building towards is that lead generation website. Got it. Get something up right away that says, I'm legit, I'm real. And again, make it easy to work with me. Here's how you sign up. Here's how you you contact. Um, So on a a credibility website, I want to see a solid about us page. I want to see some services. I want how to contact us. And then any trust factors that you can put on there, you know, as a gym owner, are you certified? Are you, you know, what are things that people are going to trust you for? Got That's it. Like one. And I mean, if, if, if you're willing to put in the work, you could get that done in an evening. If you really just, you know, took your time um, and just got that up there. Love it. And to be clear. So we got six steps. We're going to, we're going to talk through here. Uh, Assuming there is a method to the madness around this, this is an important first step. And then we're going to get into step two. This isn't kind of a random hodgepodge of you can do this first or that first. This is step one. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I have these steps laid out in a very specific order because they build on each other. Love and it. your website is the hub of your, your online marketing activities. And that's why I put that first. And again, a website, and I just got to repeat this. I just got to say it. I don't know how many times I can say it. Repeat. Your website's not static. You don't build it and then move on. Your website is a living, breathing organism that you're just continually adding and making updates and changes to. So don't, yeah. And it's not going to be perfect. Launch it before it's perfect. You know? Like, so we're going, we, we're, we call this MVP, minimum viable product just get the basics out there. It doesn't have to look cute. doesn't have to look pretty. Get it live and iterate later. Yep. And uh, part of the reason is, it's, we're going to talk about step four later, but it's SEO. So Google, one thing you can't buy um, is age. You can't buy age of a domain, age of a website, mm-hmm. age of a backlink, which I'll talk more about that later. But that's part of the reason I suggest get something up there and get it out there. Um, you're going to be, especially small business owner, you're going to be your biggest critic, <laughs> you know? So if you don't Absolutely. like something, but you're going to, you're going to hate on it more than anybody else. Um, 
So number two, so you got your website, you know, you got a website that, that looks good, proves your legit business, something that you know you're going to be updating and changing over time. But step two is filling out your Google My Business listing. Yes. Love this step. Yeah. <laughs> preach. Uh, what's that? I yeah. said preach. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Google My Business is the, it's a, it's a free Google service. It's free for now. They're going to start charging 50 bucks for a premium listing. But um, what it is, is if you type, you know, your business name, it's like, it's that block on the right hand side of the, of the screen. And it's got click to call. It's got click to your website, click for directions. Uh, it helps Google understand what you do. And I recommend every business fill it out. Sometimes you're going to find that Google's already created one for you. So you just claim it. If you're a brand new business, you're going to have to create one. Um, and I want to tell a little story real quick about uh, something that happened in March. So we're, this is 2020 that we're talking. And obviously, uh, COVID has been our reality since, you know, technically like a while. But March is when it started hitting here in the U.S. That's when sure. lockdowns started happening, stuff like that. So... It was a week before Minnesota shut down, you know, did their initial lockdown. And my parents own a small retail business in Rochester, Minnesota, and they have a showroom. Um, they sell swing sets. And so they've got a showroom, you know, you can go try out the swing sets. And, you know, we're just ramping into busy season. You know, March is like traditionally when my parents open up the store after being closed for the winter. Um, right, right. And so I'm talking with my parents and, you know, this impending lockdown is coming. And so I, I told my dad, who's a baby boomer and mm -hmm. like never done really much for digital. Um, but I was like, dad, get your cell phone out, go in the showroom, get your, your cell phone out. I know you got an iPhone, go get that thing. But, and, and in the showroom, take a video of yourself saying, Hey, we may not be open. The showroom may not be open, but you can order over the phone and we'll just come to your backyard and set this thing up. Um, Absolutely. They, they've never done that in 30 years. You couldn't just call on the phone. You had to like come out and look at them. I and mean, that was like the big value proposition, but they had to adapt. Um, anyways, we took that video, chopped it up a little bit and put it on Google My Business. And so we were telling people how they could do business with them through Google My Business and that week he had, he sold like four swing sets on the phone in one day. And he'd never done that in his 30 years. That's incredible. That's incredible. And that even like, not only Google my business, which I know we'll talk a little bit more about it and the importance of it yeah. is video as well. And just putting something out there and, and adapting even with the times. Cause like, okay, yeah, they can't come into the showroom, but swing sets. Are you kidding me? Like you're quarantined. Of course, kids are going to need, <laughs> are going to need yeah. that throughout this period. You can't do anything else. So, um, I, I love that story. Super, super relevant. That's awesome. And that goes back to scrappy business owner, you know, like it did not cost my dad a dollar to do that. You right. Know, right. And he was uncomfortable. Don't get me wrong. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but it was free. <laughs> <laughs> there you, I'm sure, I'm sure he's pleased that you recommended that now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you didn't mind. Um, okay. So first thing's website, second thing's Google my business. Now we're getting a little traction going. Now is the time that I recommend signing up for your social. Um, now the reality is you might've already done it by now, but in order of importance, <laughs> this is what I recommend doing, you know, your Facebook, your Instagram. Um, there's, you know, for sure, you want to have yourself on LinkedIn just for, again, credibility. Sure. Um, 
And there's going to be other platforms. I don't care what the platform is. You know, you got to, you got to figure out where your customers are. I think for gym owners, Instagram would be huge. Facebook would be important. Sure. Um, I think LinkedIn just to, to provide a level of credibility. Um, and I'm Definitely. sure platforms, um, but that's the time where you, you start setting those up um, and start posting, right? And I always recommend listening to Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk content um, to get fired up and inspired to post on social media. Um, mm-hmm. Andy, I know you follow us on LinkedIn. You follow Hook Agency. Heck um, yeah. We, we go ham on LinkedIn. You yeah. guys do go ham. I gotta, I'll tell my own mini story now. And <laughs> I loved this video and it had basically nothing to do with hook agency or what you guys are doing. It was Tim Brown who <clears throat> heads up the agency, uh, doing a freaking TikTok on his scooter through the office. I don't even know what he was saying. I just watched it. I was like, what is this? <laughs> you just like, like you said, just get scrappy and have fun with it. And like, that's the stuff that I'm noticing. And it has nothing to do with you guys selling me. It's just that credibility and that, like, I know what you guys are about and, and who you guys are. And so side story there, but yes, just, just put stuff out there. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So we've got an internal model for not having fun. We're not going to do it, you know? And so, that's a thing. And this is going to be hard for a lot of people to hear, especially um, newer business owners or, you know, maybe folks that didn't always grow up on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, being a business owner is hard. And again, I know that you're, you know, you're your own worst critic and you're, you're, and it's, it's uncomfortable to be on video. It's uncomfortable to take selfies and post them. And I'm, I'm not saying that you need to fill your social media with selfies, but I do believe that there's a lot of power in posting video on social media, especially as a business owner. And it took me a while to get comfortable. And I had to, like on my own personal Instagram, just I did a daily story for like about a year, just sure. getting comfortable talking, getting comfortable talking. And so I would just strongly recommend that a business owner, you use social media to let your personality shine. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you're very serious and straightforward. We'll show that, show that you're regimented. Like if, you, if you're going to work with me as a personal trainer, I'm going to push you hard, you know, mm-hmm. or maybe if you're going to work with me as a personal trainer, I'm going to be making fun and exciting. Like whatever you're, who you are, just let that shine through because you, like attracts like, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'd say this too is like, you know, the uncomfortability part. And and we've already talked about three things like baseline stuff, a website, Google, my business, Facebook, uh, Instagram, whatever it may be. That's, that's right for your audience is like, once you have a piece of content, you can repurpose that as well. So like, not only are we posting all these selfie videos to Facebook, like put them on your website, add a, add a cool video of your, of your students in your class or your studio onto Google, my business. So people can see what it's about. I mean, there's so many different ways you can cut crop use uh, this video content or photo content. So keep that in mind as well is it's not this siloed approach of, Oh crap, I have to create this video for Facebook tomorrow. I got to do one for my website, repurpose, repurpose, repurpose. And I think that will really help as a time saver as well. Yeah, that's a really good point. I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, in fact, I fully expect that this, um, this zoom call will be reused and chopped up in, in certain way, you know? Oh, you know it. Yeah. That, that's kind of the, you know, 
Gary Vee, you know, I don't know if he pioneered it, but he certainly, he certainly is doing it the best where, mm-hmm. you know, you take an hour long conversation that you video and you chop it up you know, you, you post the full video, you chop up bits and pieces. Some of it lives on your website. Some of it lives on social media. You can get seven, eight, nine, ten 10 pieces of content out of an hour conversation, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So social media, like I said, just really showcase who you are, have fun. Um, and you can be in information. You know, I always say like strive to be informational, um, or entertaining. Don't really use it to sell. I mean, people will mm-hmm. come to you. Um, it's, Absolutely. It's, it's really brand awareness more than anything. Um, so those are the first kind of three things. I mean, that those three things, if you really wanted to, and I know this from personal experience, you could knock those three out in an evening. You, know, you get your website, your basic minimal viable product website set up. You do your Google My Business listing, and then you sign up for a few social channels and then take a break. Yep. Yep. <laughs> take a breather, take a breather, minimum yeah. viable, just get something out there. <laughs> yep. Now you're like a real live online business, right? Um, the next three are is where it gets a little bit more advanced. Um, and before I do that, um, I just want to talk about just a, a tool that I use for video on social media. Um, because again, I'm not an expert, you know, I'm a generalist when it comes to digital marketing. And so in addition to working at hook, I also do freelance consulting and the companies and people that I consult with, you know, my responsibility is they bring me in because they want scrappy ideas and they want scrappy execution. Sure. You don't want to pay for a full agency, which I get that, you know, not every company needs an agency, right? Yep. Yep. Um, and so one tool that for video, if you're going to use video, which I strongly recommend using video, um, I use Capwing. It's a free, it's K-A-P-W-I-N-G. Um, it's a free online tool for video editing. I know there's a bazillion different ones, but I want to use, you know, this opportunity to be as, you know, like transparent or, or as beneficial as possible. Um, that's been a game changer for me. Canva is another free tool that like for graphic design, um, it's a small business person's like friend. Like, so like Canva is a good tool. Capwing. Canva is um, amazing. I love Canva. I've never used Capwing, but Canva is like, the easiest and most fun tool out there for design. I swear. I love it. (laughs) Again, small business owners get familiar with those platforms. Absolutely. And I'll make sure, um, even if you have any more recommendations, I'll make sure once we post this, we'll have links to all these resources we're talking about as well, just as kind of like a free tool, free to, well, maybe not free. We'll check, (laughs) but good resource, good starter resource for all these types of things we're talking through. Yeah, Canva's definitely free. Capwing's free. They both have paid versions. Oh, great. More functionality. But um, yeah, those things are definitely free. Um, I'm also going to share with you, I put together um, a guide, a digital marketing basics guide that goes through these six steps. Um, and so it consists of a lot of the stuff that we're talking about. And then um, also like links to learn even deeper. So we talked about credibility versus marketing website. I've got a whole article just about those. You know, I've got, we've got a whole guide on like website design. So it's just packed full of, of education. Um, because again, I had the same conversations over and over and over. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to list it all out, make it easy for people. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. We'll post that for sure. So you guys, if you want to dive deeper after this, feel cool. free, it's all there for you. So let's say it's, it's Saturday morning right now, right? So Friday night, you know, like a, like a good business owner or like a, you know, uh, a lot of business owners that I know, 
you're not going out to the bars, you're not going out to the club, you're working on your business, right? So you spend Friday night building your website, getting your my business listing, and you got your, your social media set up, took a break, um, went to sleep, woke up at Saturday morning because that's, you know, business owner, you're working on Saturday. Maybe, maybe for gym um, and studio owners, maybe we we're talking about Monday or Tuesday. You know, weekends might be busy time, right? Um, for sure. Yep. So now what do you do? Now let's get a little bit more advanced, a little bit more um, uh, technical. Uh, let's talk about the next three things are search engine optimization, number four. Number five is online ads. And number six is email marketing. So these are all, you know, pushing a little bit deeper. And again, they're all in a very specific order. Okay. Got it. So search engine optimization. Why do I list that number four? Well, SEO or search engine optimization, the whole goal of that is to show up higher on Google and Bing and the other search engines. But usually we're talking about Google. And, so, and it's a, it, an SEO is, well, at least I've, I've heard it, <laughs> I've heard it described to me as this is it is simply a framework to please Google. And so there's no specific rules. It's a, it's a tinkering of, well, Google like this, uh, will you get dinged from Google for this? It's this constant, you know, playing around until Google is like, Hey, I kind of like this. I'm going to rank you guys. Yep. And it's a long process. And that's why I put that as number four, because you need to seed the pot as early as possible. That's why I say, get your website out, get your Google My Business listing out, get your social out, because we're basically showing to Google like, hey, this is a real life company. Okay. <laughs> yes. Google that. awakens a little bit. <laughs> you got it. Pay attention to me. Um, <laughs> and so when it comes to SEO, I'm going to keep it somewhat brief. But um, kind of explain the core topics. And again, we've got, I got a whole guide that'll walk through what we do at Hook Agency on an agency level and, and really talking about what you can do as an individual. But sure. Google likes fresh, relevant content dripping on the website. Okay. And so, what does that mean? You know, you're answering questions that your ideal customers might have. You're, you're talking about the services that you offer, um, but you need to just get content out there regularly and rhythmically. And we're not just talking about any old content. This is what is stuff that's going to be valuable to your customer. And is there, when we're talking fresh content, like I know anything is better than nothing. Is there a preference from Google if it's video, if it's a blog, um, the type of content you have? type of content you have? Is there a preference from Google there? That's a really, really, really important question, Andy. And I appreciate you asking because what I'm talking about is written content. Written content. There we go, folks. Yeah. Today, Google cannot understand what a video is talking about today. In the future, I believe that they'll be able to figure it out. But right now, it relies on written content. Now, here is what I would suggest. Okay. You've already decided, like, I'm going to get out of my comfort zone and grab my phone and video myself. Mm -hmm. Um, You've got that video. Well, you can take that video and write a blog about that. Sure, sure. Almost transcribe it. Well, transcribe and also just turn it, you know, and just not, not just word for word transcribe because that doesn't read as well as like a summary of it. Okay. But talk about the topics that were talked about in there. Um, and then put the, the, 
video on the blog and have the written blog next to it. Going back to like, how do we reuse the same piece of content several different times, several different ways? Well, what we found not only on our own website, but also a lot of our clients' websites is when we pair a blog with a video or pair a video with a blog, we get people to stick around longer. And who okay. likes it when people hang out on a web page for longer? They reward you for that. So, um, so SEO basics, content's a huge piece of it. Regular, consistent blogs. When we go a little technical, you need to write with specific keywords in mind. And there's a bunch of free keyword tools that you can use, but just no topics. Like, what are things that my customers are going to care about? What you might they it. be looking up on Google? And how can I answer their questions so they come to my website? Love it. And also after this, we'll add another note. And I'm sure it's in some of your breakdowns of like, some specific keyword tools that you guys can be using as well to kind of narrow in on what you should be writing about essentially. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, on the SEO, I'm going to, in that link, that digital marketing basics, mm-hmm. uh, I referenced our SEO basics guide. That's like a huge thing. It's like, it's a play. It's the hook agency playbook on how we do SEO for ourselves and our clients. And oh, fantastic. You can walk through and just do it yourself. Um, and I'll be blunt. The reason we're comfortable sharing all that stuff is because once you really get into it, you realize at a certain level, it's way easier to hire a professional. But sure, the sure. Stuff, the basic stuff for a small startup business, do those like as much as you can on that list. And you're going to really set yourself up um, for long term. So content's a big piece of it. Link building. So getting other websites to link to your website, they're called backlinks. Uh, These are trustworthy, high authoritative websites that helps Google trust what you do. So for a, so for a gym or studio owner, what, I mean, what would be some common places that they could either reach out to, to say, Hey, can you host this here? Or just, I guess some websites that would naturally be backlinking to their website. Yeah. The easiest place to start is local directory listings. You want okay. your name, address, phone number, and website consistent across the internet. And there's a ton of these directories. That's, that's what we always do our first month. And on that SEO basics guide, it literally, it's the link to who we use and what we do. Um, uh, another one is a press release distribution. Okay. And we literally put the link to the service that we use on there. And what that press release is about is less about gaining notoriety through a press release. It's about getting your website on like 300 different online news sources, um, linking back to your site. And then there's guest blogs um, that your guest posts you can do on other blogs. In the health and fitness world, there's a ton of blogs. So if there's different partners or associations or um, even like if they work with specific equipment, if they can get on the equipment website, mm-hmm. um, those are going to be the types of sites that we want to just make sure that you get a link back to. And anytime that, that a, uh, your business is mentioned in the news, ask for a link back to your site. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think this is great because all the stuff that we've talked to, to this point, I think from a, you know, from a basic perspective, a lot of other gyms or studios in your area 
are probably going to take advantage of some of those things. This is this one I think is key of where you could really differentiate yourself from the studio that's a couple blocks down the road is like if you put an effort into actually getting some backlinks to your site and really going forward with reaching out to people, getting some PR out there and just generally honing in on that piece of it. I think that that could be a huge differentiator of something that not not every studio owner is going to be doing in your area. Yeah. Well, and again, it takes effort and sometimes money. Just full disclosure. For sure. Um, the last piece on SEO is just making technical updates to your site. So I know earlier, like when we first started talking, I mentioned, you know, website, uh, they're called content management systems. So that's like Wix, Squarespace, um, other, you know, we, we you're going to want to get to a certain point um, where you're considering WordPress. Um, so mm-hmm. WordPress is a content management system that we generally recommend because there's so many technical things that you can do to make a WordPress website rank. Um, but that, that might be your second website. You know, we're talking sure, sure. startups and, and, and small businesses. Um, but so that's another thing. Um, well, I, you know, I could spend hours on SEO, but <laughs> the big picture is content links and technical changes. Fantastic. All right, next step. Should we go for it? Yeah. So you've got this, you see the pot and you've got a plan to like regularly add content to your site, regularly get links to your site. Now let's talk about or at least um, consider running ads. So the biggest online ad uh, platform is Google ads, uh, followed by Facebook ads and Facebook owns Instagram. So it's the same platform. Um, so let's just start there and, and you can, as a business owner, look at other platforms, but the two most likely ones that you're going to be involved with are, are Google and Facebook. And so with, with those, um, just a couple thoughts, it all comes down to like really two concepts, copy and creative. So like, what are the, what are you saying and potentially what images are you using? Um, and then targeting. So, and targeting is who is the audience that you're going after. So it's really important to know, even if you're guessing, like who is your target audience? Because that's you, you don't want to be everything to everyone. You want to be something to someone. And so, right. And you'll, you'll get in trouble a little bit too uh, financially if you kind of do this spray and pray model of, you know what, I'm just not going to do targeting. I'm going to throw my ad out there. Hope a couple people that are relevant see it. Um, and in about two seconds, you'll be out of cash very fast. So targeting is super important. <laughs> yep. Setting budgets and targeting, experimenting. And so I'm not going to go too much into this, um, but really, you know, get out there and start trying. Um, even like boosting Facebook posts, um, has shown, you know, really cool results. Um, and I, I think the biggest thing is just experiment, experiment, look for results, you know, think about what you're writing. Also be cognizant of where you're sending people. You know, if, if, if don't just send people to the homepage, if the ad is about, you know, signing up for a class, send to the, send to the classes page. Um, Sure. And I think, I think something that you're, that you were talking about right before we got into the targeting as well is copy and creative. Another side plug for Canva is they have pre pre-made templates for banner ads for Google or social ads for Facebook or whatever you want. So if you don't have a graphic designer on staff, like this, this tool will seriously help you out. Just kind of kickstart a great creative path for you. Yeah. I agree hundred percent. And knowing that you're spending money behind this, one thing I always strongly recommend is if you can find an accountability partner, 
that's possibly outside of your business um, and maybe ideally outside of your industry or, or closely resembles your target customer, or maybe is it? Maybe you, you know, you're a studio owner and you've got a client that you've been working with forever, and you know, you've got a good strong relationship with them. Um, get an objective look at your ad copy because so often as, as small business owners, um, it's, it's really easy to be in the industry so much that there's jargon that you use, that there's terminology that, that maybe doesn't make sense to you, but just doesn't make sense to other folks. And at the end of the day, we need to step away from our own selves and really think like, is this going to make sense to my ideal customer? You know? Yeah. And that, that, that's such an important point, TK. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because you're absolutely right is when we're so stuck in our head and so narrow-minded and we we're working with our clients on a day-to-day basis. So a studio owner, if you're a dance studio owner, you only have dancers in your business and you're talking with them on repeat every single day. And, you know, Susie down the street, she has been playing soccer her whole life, might be interested in dance, but she has no idea what uh, pirouette, this is a terrible example, what a pirouette is. <laughs> so you might need to dumb it down and call it a dance move or something else. And I, I don't mean dumb it down in a, in a demeaning way, just in a, you know, a layman's term speak is like, sometimes people don't understand what you're about and your audience is not dancers. It's people who want to be dancers. So great, great point that you bring up there. Yeah. Appreciate that. So and it kind of goes back to like what I mentioned earlier. I always, I always look at it, you know, through a lens of like, if I was explaining this to my mom, how can I explain to it where she understands it, but doesn't feel overwhelmed, you know? Yeah, that's perfect. That is perfect. So the last piece is email marketing. And again, the reason I put that towards the end is really, you know, you, by this point in time, you've already got, so I would say ads is optional. Sorry, I'm just going to pause here. I think it's like, but I think with, with these platforms, I mean, you can get away with spending like a couple hundred bucks a month, you know? Um, so I definitely think it's worth trying, um, but it is optional from my perspective. Um, it really depends on how you're getting people to your, to your business, but um, email, I, I like to say that for last because by the time you get to email, you've already got kind of the look and feel for your website. You've already got those social links that you can send off to. You've already seeded the pot for SEO. And, and I, you know, I think email marketing can be really helpful for staying in communication with your existing customers. Um, you know, and if, as, if you're posting regular good content, you know, that can be helpful in your email marketing. And then also, it can be it can be used for follow up for lead generation. Um, so there's different viewpoints. I know um, email marketing can be. You know, some people say it's like the best way to do things um, in terms of ROI. I've heard that. I've also heard people not getting much response. But I think as a studio owner, as a as a gym owner, it's a way to stay relevant with your reoccurring customers. You know your clients. Um, and what I would recommend not doing is making it like too big and unapproachable, keep it, you know, as simple as possible and just, um, just stay relevant with folks. For sure. So from, for, you know, for email, obviously great for current customers, you want to keep them engaged, you know, you know, in addition to social email is a great strategy for that. 
from, from more of a prospecting perspective, if you're trying to get new students to your gym or studio or whatever it may be, um, I mean, how does that look? Like if they're, if we're using kind of like a basic email program, MailChimp, for example, um, I mean, who, who are you targeting with these emails? Is it simply people who have clicked on your ads and, and starting to build a seed list of people who have already engaged with your business and then you're slowly sending them newsletters and, and more information about your gym? I mean, what's a, what's a good strategy for who you're sending emails to from a prospecting perspective? Yeah, so from prospecting perspective, I would, I would use it as just like a generic newsletter. Now, I'm sure there's some, you know, I would recommend talking to some other folks who maybe have more experience with this. Working at Hook and working in a couple other businesses where we've used newsletters, that's traditionally how we've communicated with prospects. Um, and we've got a little bit different philosophy than other folks. You know, our philosophy is more like, we think of it as almost like demand generation. You know, we want to just get it out there, let people know who we are, what we do, show them we're having fun, show them we're getting results. Um, and we we're trying to attract people to us versus like going after like beating it over the head. Like you got to work with me. You got to work with me. Um, for sure. And so there's different ways to use email. Like I said, we've used it as a very passive way for prospects because we, in our world, if you're going to use a marketing agency, the general concept is you're going to work with them for a while. And so mm -hmm. we never know when the change is going to come. It's like, Hey, something screwed up with our agency. Now we need to get a new one. Um, and so the timing part is out of our control. So from our perspective, we just want to show up as relevant and approachable and bluntly helpful and useful as possible. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. Th thanks for all this information. So in summary, yeah. what is the first thing everybody's doing right after they listen to this? So if you don't have a website, you're, you're figuring out how to build a website. Cool. Then you're going to go out and get your Google My Business listing, claim it or update it. After that, make sure you got your social media profile filled out and then start thinking about SEO, online ads, email marketing. And if you're not having fun doing it, you're not doing it right. You know, maybe you got to take your time. Maybe you got to slow down. Um, but just remember, this is marketing supposed to be fun. It can be challenging at times. I get it. It can be exhausting at times. Take a break. Do whatever you got to do to separate yourself. But big picture, it should be fun. You're talking about your business. You're trying to attract new customers. And you should enjoy the process. Love that. And so I'll, I'll do a side plug for Hook, even though you're from Hook. If you guys need some inspiration as to having fun and just pumping out content, please check out Hook Agency. I'll link to them after this as well. They're doing an awesome job. I'll send you a couple other great examples as well of other companies that are doing an awesome job with all of these steps just to get a little bit of inspiration if you're kind of like, uh, I don't know what this should look like. I don't know where to start. Um, so we'll give you a few examples. Anyway, TK, Tracy, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your secrets. Well, actually, I would, I would call it more encouragement with us today. I feel like we have a lot of action steps to take out of this. So thank you so much. Again, appreciate you being our guinea pig for this podcast. Hope to have you again. Love it. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Revolutionize Today by GoMotion. For more information on how to put your business in motion, visit GoMotionApp.com. We'll see you next time.